Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with Los Angeles-based abstract artist Gray Coots. He explores spirituality through his work. Initially, he stumbled into art as a means of self-discovery through experimentation and curiosity. In 2013, he earned a degree in graphic design from the University of Massachusetts, Dartmouth, unaware of the artistic potential that lay ahead. His interest in abstract painting sparked a fascination with the inexplicable images he saw, which pulled him towards creative expression. These days, he is in Los Angeles. He's got a great story. Enjoy this interview. Well, man, hey, I really dig your artwork. Um, I, I dig your background and your story, and I'm looking forward to getting into it. So thanks for taking a minute of that. I appreciate it. Of course. Thank you for uh, the interest. Yeah, you bet. So before we get into your life as an artist in L.A., I want to know, the last three years with COVID has been something else. It's worked on all of us in different ways. So I'm curious how you survived that time period and how it's changed the way that you approach life and your work now. Yeah, so when COVID hit, I was freelancing at the Los Angeles Times. Um, I got hired there as a contract art director. And I was kind of just hearing all the news and kind of just going to see what would happen. But then the day it actually hit, I was in the office. And nobody was there. I, I decided to go in because I was like, I'd rather just go in and work from there so I get more work done. Um, and then my boss at the time was like, somebody in the office had COVID. So I just like slammed my laptop shut. I was like, got to go. Um, and that was the last time that I worked there uh, because of the layoffs from COVID. Um, so during that time period, I was able to apply for unemployment, which was a blessing uh, because I wouldn't have had any other income. Being like a freelance designer and art director, jobs come and go. Um, so being able to have the unemployment and the financial stability that I needed to get through that time was a blessing because I got to really focus on my craft and my art. Um, so it was like I was working a full-time job, but at the same time, I was able to really sit with myself and dig into my craft more. So when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Was it always art? No, I had no idea. I, I remember writing in my fifth grade yearbook um, that I wanted to be a gym teacher. But that's kind of like how I went through life. I really didn't know what I was going to do or what type of purpose I had until I really discovered creativity. You know, I was thinking about that the other day. You know, my gym teacher was pretty cool. I mean, there was always that level of fun frivolity. And I work as an IT technician by day in a school district, and I see the gym coaches, and it's like there's this script they all read at some point in life, and they all kind of have the same swagger. Yeah, they're, they're, all, they're all similar, and they get to just have fun with the kids too. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. gym was my favorite subject, I guess. That's what I would call it, calm. So I was like, I could just do that, I guess. You know, I was a kid in the 80s, so I think back to what they were doing then. We used to be on those little four-wheel cars, and, and the teacher used to sing those dodgeballs and knock us off of it. I mean, there would be so many lawsuits today if that was happening. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, Capture the Flag was my favorite. Yeah, yeah, it was great. So how did this journey – talk to me a little bit about – where you were born and raised, and how these seeds got into you to become an artist. Talk to me about growing up and how all this kind of became who you are today. 
Yeah, so uh, growing up, I was an extremely shy individual and like major anxiety. Um, and that really held me back in a lot of social situations. And it also, it, it gave me a sense of like not being important or not feeling relevant in any situation. Um, and yeah, I played soccer from like kindergarten to 11th grade. I was pretty good at that. I was just like mediocre at everything, mainly because of my self-confidence. Um, and I signed up for a, a graphic arts program in, I believe, ninth grade of high school. And my teacher was just walking by one day and she's like, hey, that's pretty good for, for your first try at this. And I was like, oh, thanks. And like, she kind of just like gave me a little like glimpse of like uh, hope, I guess. Um, and from there, I kind of just developed like a love for the graphic arts using Adobe Illustrator. And I continued to take various art classes. And the next one was in like a sculpture class. And I made this uh, conch shell out of clay. And then my teacher was like, hey, you know, that, that's really good for uh, your first clay sculpture in this class. And I was like, oh, thank you. And again, like not thinking anything of it. Like I was creating art that was being complimented by the teachers and then one of them handed me a certificate for the art national honor society and i was like i'm not doing that i don't even know what it is uh little did i know like that was them telling me hey you're good at this you should you should kind of focus on it um and then it wasn't until senior year when i had to like or junior year when i had to pick my major um, I was talking to the art teacher. She's like, what if you did graphic design? I was like, well, I'm definitely not going to be a carpenter or an electrician or go into any of that trade stuff. So I was like, let me try out this graphic design thing. Um, and from there, I quit all of my sports and really just focused on honing my craft. And that's when I started to experiment with painting. So when did you realize what art show, what painting you sold? When did you realize that this was something that you were good at something that you wanted to dedicate your life to and that just kind of made you feel good about what you were doing? Yeah, I think being thrown into college um, and going as a graphic design major and doing that, I also have to take all these art classes. Um, and again, I was like literally just walking in blind. I was like, I don't know what graphic design is. I know like you can do graphic design for napkins or anything really. Um, again, it was like, Throughout the experimentation of me just sort of doing things, I discovered that, hey, if I actually, I'm training myself to be a designer, an art director, a painter, um, and I'm pretty good at it. And it was sort of towards the beginning of sophomore year, somewhere in there, when I really started to develop my own unique style. And that's when things clicked for me. Um, I was like, I found out that I, yes, I was a graphic designer, but I was also an expressive fine artist. And from there, painting was truly my focus. So who's been a role model for you consistently in your life? Um, good question. You know, I feel like role models always shift and like change for me. Um, just like relationships in your like friendships or family uh, there's like different levels that you get to. And once you sort of graduate from them, people sort of fall away. Um, for creative, creatively, there were three teachers that really helped me in my life. The first one was uh, Heidi Hurley. 
uh, the second one, Yoon Su Lee, and the third, Michelle Bowers. And with working with all of them, they kind of, they helped push me and give me certain aspects of myself that I didn't see. Um, and I am forever grateful to all of them. So if you can meet anybody alive on the planet right now and spend some time with them, who would it be? You know, great question. <laughs> I don't, the first person that comes to mind, honestly, is Miley Cyrus. Uh, really just because I have wanted to do some work with her and uh, paint something for her for a very long time. And I, I think that she would dig this thing that I do called an energy portrait, which is just really like a piece of art that really visually represents a client vibrating at their highest frequency. Um, so basically I channel their energy and put it onto the canvas. That's cool, man. Yeah. So speaking of channeling energy, what is it that motivates and drives you through it? Now, we all have these motivators that make us create and make us be who we are. What is it for you that really ultimately drives you? Yeah, so motivation, uh, it comes and goes. It's really just trying to keep yourself in that, that area of inspiration so you can do all these things that you want to do. Um, for me, motivation really stems from, okay, I need to feel accomplished. I need to continue pushing forward in life. And if I'm not feeling that, and if I'm not stepping forward in any way, then I don't feel motivated. So it's like, what can I create today? Or what steps can I take to get to having this big art show in Los Angeles or uh, to booking a new gig? So it's really all about inner work and then putting it out and then stepping forward. So what was that? What, what's been one of the best fan letters you've ever gotten from your work? Or what was the best sale that you ever made? Somebody that really embraced what you do? Yeah. So I guess there's two avenues for that. There is the general reaction of people uh, just looking at my art. I've got uh, compliments saying, oh, this is very Matisse, or this is like similar to Jackson Pollock, which I think those are two amazing artists. So that's great that their work, my work even reminded me of that. And the other thing is hearing stories and seeing reactions of clients when I'm working with them doing their energy portraits. And basically, I get to see their story unfold in front of my eyes in paint. And they're they're just sitting there watching me in my moment. And then after that, they're like, oh, wow, that was amazing. And everything that you were saying to us while we were doing this, it just completely resonates. And it's just a beautiful piece to have for them. So let's say you have a dream tonight. You run into a younger version of yourself before you, you know, really started getting, getting after it with your art. You could give that young version of you a piece of advice based on the wisdom you've gained, the roads you've been down so far. What would you tell that young person? Yeah, I actually did a meditation about this the other day. Um, and in meditation, I was like playing in a sandbox uh, in my parents' backyard and just like playing with the sand, you know? And I went over, I gave, it a hu I gave him a hug and I was like, don't worry about anything. Don't worry about what people are thinking. Don't worry about other people's thoughts about you because you are a giant light in this world and you can do be and achieve anything you desire. So of all the things that you've done in your life, what are you the proudest of? 
I am the proudest of really just my self evolution. Um, I look at my life now and 20 years ago, I would have never imagined that one, I would even have the confidence to do the things that I'm doing now and live where I'm living and achieve all the goals that I've done. Um, it's really, again, I think like setting goals for yourself and actually pushing yourself out of your comfort zone is one of the main areas that everybody needs to focus on to get to where they're going, wherever that is. So all these circles and pockets of people in your life have a perception of you, your family, your friends, those that buy your art, you know, colleagues, but ultimately you live your life. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? Yeah, somebody asked me at an event uh, two weekends ago, they were like, what are your hobbies? And I was like, you know, I don't, my hobbies are my, are what I do for my job. And I guess that's kind of cool. Um, and so I perceive myself by being creative. I perceive myself by being emotionally intelligent and in tune with energy and emotion. Um, but overall, it's just being creative, healing, and loving. Perfect. Hey, great. So if anyone out there wants to buy your art, see what shows might be coming up, anything pertaining to your world, where can they go online to do that? Uh, yeah, so you can check out my Instagram, Gray Coots, G-R-E-Y-C-O-U-T-T-S, or my website is graycootsart.com. Cool, great. Hey, man, thank you for opening up. It's wonderful work. Best of luck. Godspeed. Um, I, I appreciate your time today. Awesome. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Hey.